Welcome. This is the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast. This is an Ivy Pod production. You can find us on Twitter at Ivy Podcast. On Facebook, we are Ivy Pod. We got a email, mail at ivypod.com. Uh, and that's something I'm losing my train of thought. So I'm just going to go here. Here we go. Let's go. Hello, Clayton. How's it going, John? It's going good. Good. It's a special Fun. night tonight. It's Coming back from our uh, uh, summer blues, or not summer blues, just busy yeah. schedules. The right? super heat. That's why we haven't been able to do it. The That's internet right. went down because of that- the heat. <laughs> no. <Yeah>. Our computer's <laughs> melted. True. Yes. Believe it or not. You know, is it just me? Or I, when I was little, when we had these you know, big hot spells, I don't remember there being such a big deal made about them. I just remember it being hot. Well, this is, I mean, this is, I mean, I know you, you'd get a record day when we were kids and stuff, but if it hit 100 degrees in the summer, it, it did it once. True. And then it would go back to like, you know, 84. You know what I mean? It wasn't 100 degrees for three days in a row, you know, or, or over 90s, 15 days in a row or whatever it's been right so i mean i I'm, i agree with you that it is kind of obnoxious but i well they I, do the same thing when the winter time when there's like right. potentially a snowstorm they go off the bed you know off the deep end oh you gotta get ready and stock up on milk and da 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 da, da. It, it i mean i'm not kidding though it, this literally this last run of heat was probably the, the worst heat that i've ever felt in my life yeah and so to everybody at home you know we you know we try not to be too time sensitive with these podcasts, but this particular podcast, we are recording it the weekend after the 4th of July. So the, the week of the 4th of July, this is the second weekend of the yeah, week Sunday, of the 4th of July. July 8th. So, yeah, July 8th. Um, today was a bit of a reprieve. It only got up to like 90 something. Yeah. And it felt, felt nice. So it did. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, and I, I don't want to make a big deal out of it on here, but I know on the 3rd of July when Peru had their fireworks, there wasn't a breeze in, in the area, and it oh, was yeah. hotter, hotter than all get out. And, it was brutal. Yeah. Yeah, so. speaking of fireworks, that's perfect segue mm-hmm. to our one of our topics you had here, Peru fireworks setup. This is now last year we had this big deal, you know, we made about, because uh, you know, there was talk of eliminating alcohol down at the fireworks in Peru because it's just a big party and... Moving it, excuse me, moving it to different places. I'm so, I'm sorry, too many beers. Um, oh, really? The, the, uh, no, not really. But, uh, but the end result of it was they had a thousand foot kid friendly zone uh, down at the river near Maze Lumber. Uh, I actually was in that area when I watched the fireworks, and I can tell you, I appreciated the the thousand feet. Um. There were no loud, obnoxious kids swearing in See, where I, I was. I, I did a tour of the uh, the obnoxious kid area, um, the <laughs> teenagers drinking area. And I don't, I'm, I'm not a very good judge of age, but um, there appeared to be a lot of uh, raging underage kids that seemed 
and appeared and were openly drinking. You know, you'd be surprised. I think it's we are sad to say getting older, Clayton, because I was just at High V in Peru in the alcohol area getting some booze and like these two guys walked what, up. <laughs> what's that? And like a fourteen what appeared to be a fourteen year old just yeah. booze. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it was like I looked at them and laughed because they were just you know I just it looked weird to me. They looked like they were exactly like 14, 15 years old. And it's just like, wow, I am getting old. That was the assumption that I actually made when I saw the people. But we walked down. We did like a lap before the fireworks. And we just were like, yeah, there's no place for us. Let's <laughs> let's go right back up. And it was packed. I expected there to be less people because of the heat map. But it appeared to be pretty busy to me. Now, come on. You're leaving out a very important piece of information. Oh, I hadn't gotten to it. So when... <laughs> <laughs> I see. On the Fourth of July, we're, we've been trained that if you have beer, you can just carry it, you know, about town uh, will, willingly. You know, and you can open can can of beer and a koozie. So me and my wife were walking up the hill, and and uh, the 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 cop was at the top of Putnam Hill, and he's like, "Hey, you need to dump that out." I was like, "Really? <laughs> Since when?" <laughs> so I had to dump my beer down the sewer. I didn't give him any guff. I I knew they're trying to clean things up and. We weren't hammered or anything. We got. I mean, it was so hot you could. I mean, I, I had a you know a couple beers if if any, but I mean, we brought down just a couple for us, and I don't even think we drank a whole one in, in the time because we were only down there for like fifteen minutes. Um, we walked down with him, walked right by that officer. He said, "You can take him down, but you can't bring him back up." And we're like, nah, "All right, fine." So I got disciplined <laughs> by the police. So nice. Yeah, they were. So I guess that's my experience that day. They, they actually were trying to clean up the booze in a little bit eh, i'm not i don't know i mean we that. understood i mean it makes sense you i mean really it, it's kind of a that's a half-assed way of doing it though if you're gonna you could have them going down but not going up so you're telling me okay open container going down but not on the way okay i mean i guess that's fine i guess it's better than just cracking down on everybody being you know the, the cops walking around down on water street and being like hey look at that open container you're under you know here's a ticket for 150 bucks right yeah i appreciate that don't don't do anything like that now on the uh on the fourth so that was the that was peru on the third on the fourth mm-hmm. ottawa did you happen to go to that one uh nope good um, thing you didn't it, it right was too hot um we luckily um we can see them through our window not not all of them, but some of them, and we kind of figured there was a problem because they only lasted like eight minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, like, and you know, before you get to the finale, if you never saw the finale and all of a sudden it stopped, you'd have to know something's up. Mm-hmm. It's like it doesn't just stop. Yeah. And you could hear it. I mean, where we're at, obviously, too, so you can see you can hear it, but it was pretty obviously uh, that there was a, a problem, and they had a computer malfunction. And they're actually rescheduled, and I think, I don't know when they were. I don't think they were last night. I think they might be next Saturday. Yeah, I don't know. They were having some trouble with that. I saw, like, posts online saying, you know, looking for public's reaction. to When should we have it? You know, so that hey, sucks. This is kind of funny, though. Uh, I just went to mywebtimes.com to see about it. Clicked on a link, and it says their page is I've been blocked for because my security won't let me open it. What? Yeah. Um, and from what I hear, they 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 might actually have like a worm on their page. Oh, really? See, now I didn't know anything about that. I, I just found that out. Here I am, the uh, in my family, 
you know, I'm one should, of the, you shouldn't say that though. <laughs> what's that? Oh, you shouldn't say that. Oh, by time people hear this podcast, we'll be it all straightened out, right? Sure. Maybe. No, really. I, I, um, I'm supposed to know computer stuff and my parents told me about some big computer virus that's supposed to hit everybody on Monday. So if you're listening to this, you might not actually be listening to it because your computer was destroyed. It's, it's not that many. Well, by not that many. I read this. I read the article on it. It was like 60, 65,000 old Windows PCs. I, well, I actually, I don't know if it's just Windows, but it's people who um, somehow their computer is uh, not using the right IP address It's or something. So. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, we will see. I'll find out tomorrow. If, they, if nobody hears this, they'll know why. Mm-hmm. That makes no sense. Right. Um, <clears throat> let's uh, see here. We've got the another thing here on the dock. The hey, well, I, just to, for the Ottawa thing. Sorry. Um, oh, yeah. They they haven't decided on a date. We'll know more by next week. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. That sucks. To wrap that part of our show up. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. All right. So, um, we, we talked about it last time. The Illinois Valley Flyers had their event. There was a story in the News Tribune about it. I, I, I got to drive by. Kind of funny story why I drove by. but Were you going to work? No, that was a Saturday. And yeah, that's what I was. We went was... camping that oh, weekend yeah. at uh, Amboy, at the Yogi Bear Jellystone thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, in Amboy, there was tornado warnings and some hail and some severe weather on that Friday and then again on Sunday. Mm-hmm. We didn't see any of it down in the you know, Peru, Ottawa area, but uh, there it was pretty bad. And uh, that Friday night, there was tornado warnings, and then we were in the tent, and it was crazy bad weather. And we just, after uh, some words with the wife, I was trying to, you know, be tough and and hang and stick it out, but the the kids and the wife weren't weren't really having it. So we abandoned sight and drove home. <laughs> did you really? Yeah, we did because it was pretty nasty. And uh, so then Saturday morning we went back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know it's bad. It's it's like I, it's you just bad. like left your ca- your tent up and everything. And yeah, just we, just, your... we just abandoned sight and left everything there and came back the next morning. It was pretty bad for you know you know if you're if you're a hardcore camper. I know I'm suddenly, uh, I look bad to it's you. It's like a, what, 35-minute drive, 40-minute drive? Yeah, about 30, 35 minutes. Did you go up Plank Road through Cherry and Lamoille and Arlington? No, just uh, oh. 251. Drove oh. through, uh, what is that? Uh, Mendota. Yeah, Mendota. You yeah. went the slow way. But anyway, so we're coming back on Saturday morning, and I saw them getting set up because they had the Blue Bomber plane that sometimes if anybody who's familiar with the Peru airport, that some every once in a while this old World War II bomber plane flies around. They had it there on display, oh, cool. so it was pretty Yeah, cool. I've seen that. It's neat. So, I, I and I heard um, somebody I know went to it, said it was a, a very nice time. Lots of people were there, so good good stuff. Um, yeah. I'm glad we talked about it. Well, I don't know if we talked about it before they had their event, so that's neat. Well, that's why they had so many people there. Oh, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> the the Ivy Pod listeners showed up and All they were right. there in, in droves. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we're having a Illinois Valley Gaming member come on in a, in a little bit, and and maybe we can drive people to their site too. So, we'll hey, see. yeah, I hope so. So I got a good thing going. Yeah. So speaking of that, that's a perfect time here. We are going to be well, well, we'll 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 talk about that in a little bit. But before we take our first break. 
we should preview everybody on what we're going to do. We're doing something special here today. Um, first time ever, we're going to have some local Illinois Valley music. It's going to be the Rick Sones Band. I hope I'm saying his name right. Rick Sowens? Sowens? Rick Sones. Sones? So anyway, so Rick, uh, he's well-known in the area because he is a member of the Craigs. And I think most people from the Illinois Valley know who the Craigs are. Uh, very well-known local band. And Rick's got his own band, and he still plays with the Craigs because every once in a while I'll see a thing on Facebook or something on a billboard or you know a bar that says you know the Craigs are going to be there. So that's always special. You get to see those guys play. So Rick's got his own band. Um, he's got music on... He's got music. He's got it all set up. I mean, he's on... Amazon selling music on YouTube. He's got the videos. Uh, he's got he's on iTunes. He's on Spotify. I mean, he's, he's Spotify. Yeah, yeah. So if you want, he's I mean, with it, man. See, exactly. So our loyal, uh, you know, because I know I'm a big Spotify promoter. So if anybody else out there uses Spotify, jump on there because he's on there. That's uh, so. Anyway, he's got. Um, he doesn't have a website, but he's got um, some stuff on there. We'll try to po- we'll post some stuff about him. Uh, on our Facebook thing, because he's got this Reverb Nation uh, page where you can go and listen to his music also. So he's all over the place. I would meant he's on MySpace, but I would, I don't know, I'm leery of MySpace now because I went on there to listen to some music and I got attacked. My my computer did, so I'm a little bit weary of the MySpace. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, I did. No, I tried. I'll... They won't let me uh, delete my account, so I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I went through a whole like thing to try to get them to do it, and it was just like, well, I ain't working. <laughs> Forget it. I just changed all my information, so you'd never know it was me. Nice, nice. I don't know what the hell else to do. <laughs> well, I went on there, and it that I tried to listen to a song, and suddenly I got those pop ups saying your computer is infected. Click here to in you know to to clean or something, but and they want you to click that clean button because then they got you. Yeah, but that so I. I canceled out and got the hell out of there and yeah it sucks but um yeah so watch out for myspace but uh getting back to the point yeah so rick uh rick sowens his band he's gonna be playing i'm not sure which song we're gonna play here he's got a whole bunch of songs out so we are gonna play a song here this gets edited afterward so we're gonna put the music in later but uh yeah, enjoy. Yeah, enjoy. I'm, I'm a big fan of the craigs and i'm always happy when i and when i'm out and i see they're playing somewhere i'm stoked Oh, totally. Everybody knows who they are, so. Yeah, definitely. And be uh, sneeze, man. (laughs) Oh, also, Post, there's a, it's a 2010 uh, blog entry. It was an interview with Rick um, about, uh, you know, performing and um, had some background info that he's a music teacher and co-owner of Valley Music, which is uh, in LaSalle. And, yeah, so without further ado, let's get to that. Mm Mm-hmm. We'll come right back. Well, actually, no, I'm going to actually play the whole song here. So, you know, bear with us for some good music. We'll be back. Raise on 
We're back. Hope you enjoyed that. That was pretty awesome. It was awesome. So thanks, Rick. Thanks for letting us play your your music. We will, uh, if you like that, and uh, check out his page. Check out the Facebook page. Uh, Rick Sones, um, Rick Sones band. He's got his own page there on Facebook. He's got the. That's the one place to go. Everybody uses Facebook, so I would do that. But like I said, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, YouTube. Whatever. Check him out. Um, so moving on. Now we are going to do something special again. So this is a big night, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's full of activity. Yeah. So for uh, the third time ever, uh, we're going to have a guest on here. We got Nick uh, coming on. So if um, we're going to press a couple buttons here and get our Skype to allow in another person. So... Let me press this button. There might be a sound effect to go with it. Hold on just a second. And here we go. All right, we are back. Um, And as promised... We have a guest on the show now joining us, Nick from the Illinois Valley Gaming Society. Hello. Hi. Hey, thanks for having me. Hi, Nick. How you doing? Wonderful yourself. Oh, we're doing good. Trying, uh, trying. trying. Well, it's, it's better than being bad. It's what it, yeah, you know, people think... always say, you know, how you doing? I'm like, oh, good. Yourself? They're like, good. Or they'll be like, you know, oh, uh, you know, uh, I'm here. You know, I'm alive. Well, it's better than being dead or not here. You know? I, yeah, I, I would agree with that. Sure. Awesome. Well, yeah, so we, uh, yeah, it's been a while since we've had a guest, so it's, this is kind of weird. So it, it, you're, you're taking us out of our comfort zone, Nick. This is, this is messed up. <laughs> my my on him. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. all your fault. <laughs> you know, we've been talking in the past, probably the last three shows maybe, about the Gaming Society, and... You guys now have a podcast that just came out, so a lot's been going on, and so it's pretty awesome. I'm glad you could come on the show uh, and talk about this kind of stuff. And yeah, so I guess we've been kind of giving people a, an idea about what's going on with the Illinois Valley Gaming Society a little bit, but if there's anything 
extra you, you, you want everybody to know about it, uh, please feel free to to tell us where we're wrong. But I don't know. You guys got a big event coming up here the 21st, right? Yeah, it's uh, Magic Gathering. It's uh, you know, on the streets, I guess you could say. It's called uh, Commander, but uh, legally, Magic the Gathering, uh, Wizards of Coast, who make Magic the Gathering, has to call it EDH because the people that own the rights to the term Commander for a card game is the people that make the Highlander card game. Hmm. So we all call it Commander, but it's actually called EDH. And so, wait, so like, so like, let's step back. <laughs> Two steps back, actually. So because you know we butchered your guys, you know, like yeah, we everything know nothing. about everything about uh, Magic the Gathering. Those videos and watching for, for I forget what's a Star Mason. City. Yeah, yeah, Mason on was that Star City? The, Star City games. Yeah, so that was like the first exposure I had to have to had to really seeing any of the games. So it was moving really fast. So I was having a hard time following anything that was going on. So what if you and like as quick as you can or without you know confusing me because I'll be easily confused. Well, how how does it work? Um, do you know the Pokemon card game? Kind of, yeah. I mean, I'm familiar <laughs> with the cards, but I don't know how the game works. Uh, well, the game's years old. It came out in the early 90s. Uh, basically what happens is you go out and buy booster packs or buy individual cards or whatever, and you take the cards and you make a minimum of a 60-card deck. Okay. And in that deck, you have spells and creatures and artifacts and equipments and all kinds of cool stuff. And then you have to have, in order to play those, you have to have uh, land, which produce uh, a mana. And every of those cards of the creatures costs a certain amount of mana. And there's five different mana colors. So you have to make sure that you have the right colors in the deck. Otherwise, you can't play anything. So Is there like a sequence to the way you have to throw the cards down? Not well, not really. Uh, well, kind of, but not really. <laughs> hard to explain without you actually you guys being here to to, to view. Yeah. Um, on your first turn, uh, well, you're going to draw, uh, and then you're going to normally you play a land which produces mana, and then if you have if you have let's say it's a one red mana, which is also known as a mountain, and in your hand you could you would draw seven cards uh, to start your turn. You'd play the red mana, and then you would have. Uh, so you have one card that costs one red mana. You would tilt the the red card to the side, which is called tapping, and then you would play that card. And then if it's a creature on your uh, your next turn, you can then attack with that creature. And you, when you when you draw cards, you don't. I mean, you know that you kind of know what cards you have in the sixty card deck, but you don't know what you're actually drawing during the game. Is that all surprise? Correct. Correct. Okay. You shuffle it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm confused, yeah. but I, I'm you know, trying to picture it in my head. You know, That's we'll, why I'm being we'll, so we'll quiet. We'll get together sometime. I'll, 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 I'll teach you some magic. Um, I'm sure Dustin, uh, my friend Dustin, would uh, would love to, because uh, he's like the biggest magic nerd I know, actually, and uh, he'd be lo- he'd love to get more people to play. Uh. <laughs> yeah, no, it's cool. It looked like fun. I mean, I was watching it with those videos. I, I was trying to follow it, and it looked. It looked really cool. Um, I just like watching the way the points were working and everything. Now you start is that you start with like you start with fifteen points and work down. Is that how it worked? Or you know that tournament? I've never been to one of those official pro tour tournaments. I'll have to ask Mason about that because I don't actually know. So uh, what do you guys play? What do, how do you handle points? Well, the the I don't know how they did it at the tournament, but in a normal uh, thing around here, you got twenty life. 
once you reach zero, you're dead, but you can gain life in the game, depending on what cards you play, and you can have as much life as you want. Okay. So if you have a way to get 10 billion life, absolutely, you can have 10 billion life, and then you'll just never die. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, yeah it's, that's, it's definitely one of the, the things you got to see it to understand. So maybe if I do come, I'll well, bring my camera. I, I, I'm planning to come. I, I told you before we start recording that one of these Saturdays, I don't know which one it is, but I am going to come down there, I promise. Uh, and I think maybe I'll bring the camera. That way I can... There you go. I've been looking for... A, I created a uh, YouTube page for our podcast, and I've yet to actually do a video. So I've been looking for a reason to do a video, and this would be perfect. Absolutely. And actually, I, I got to talk to the other guys. I want to. I actually would like to put a day at like at metropolis and be like hey come down and learn magic the gathering yeah you know and just come down we'll teach everybody to play if you enjoy it go buy some cards from steve yeah (laughs) yeah i just saw uh have you ever visited onet there in ottawa i think uh, never heard of onet onet uh they are they started up about a year ago we've we visited them uh we did a little thing on their show i don't know maybe 10 shows ago they uh they got a lot of old school retro games there, it's uh, right downtown LaSalle, like arcade style, Ottawa. so old pinball and and yeah, it's a sweet place stuff. to go, and everything's like a quarter, and it's all oh, old, sweet. old games. And uh, but they sell a lot of used games and old games, and I know I just saw a post on Facebook. Yeah, check them out. It's it's Onet uh, Gaming. Wait, let me check this again. Oh yeah, O dash Net Gaming Company, because uh, they just posted something like last week about having a thousand new uh, or not new, but a thousand magic cards they just got in for sale oh wow nice so, yeah I'll have, to, I'll have to go check that out uh, man, go cross I've, promotion yeah hey <laughs> you know we're always looking for areas to you know do stuff and throw like because when the when we first started the uh Illinois Valley gaming society we out of my apartment it could fit like six people comfortably I, well no that's kind of cramped actually Maybe four people comfortably around a table yeah. in my living room. So, and then like we went to Metropolis and talked to Steve, the owner, and you know he said we could have stuff there and he'd cut us deals and stuff for members. And how many people could he fit in that place? Wow, there was like Saturday. There was I want to say there was like thirty people there Saturday. Holy crap! Well, have you ever been to Metropolis? No, I haven't actually. Oh, okay. Well, you need to go there. Yeah, I, <laughs> I know. It's uh, no. No, uh, they, he has ta- he has uh, he has two big tables set up where they go about I don't know for me it's about uh, maybe uh, chest high for people to play uh, miniature games which is like you own know, little, little little war machines where you go and battle it out like mech warrior kind of stuff and then um, he has a set of tables for cards and people to play uh, board games and, and the like there too. Ooh. So, yeah, oh, in case we didn't mention it, Metropolis Comics is in LaSalle, Illinois. Yes, it is. Right downtown. So yeah, well, yeah, well, I was going to ask you the address, but you know that's <laughs> Google um, it. Go, it's actually right in front of me. This is why I was going to say it because I, I got the event page for the EDH tournament coming up. Oh, okay. Because we kind of got sidetracked, but no, it's uh, 821 First uh, Street in LaSalle. If you, it's right across from Dollar General and the Doghouse. By the way, the Doghouse is amazing. If you haven't had it, it is. It is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the EDH tournament. I said before you had sixty cards, and when you play normally, EDH you have a hundred card decks. Okay. And you can only have one of each type. Like you, not no type. We can have only one of each. Like say you have a card called 
the Axe Marauder. Okay, in a normal game, you could have four only four of those. In EDH, you can only have one of those in your deck. So, 100 cards, but you're limited on the, how many of each card you have. Now that, I think I saw something posted either by you or somebody. I, it, I just, I got this impression because I was at the store and I looked at, like, the cost of some of these cards. I mean, to have a really good deck, don't you have to kind of spend a lot of money? Or how do- uh, yes, unless you're extremely lucky. Like, yeah. some people I know pull really expensive cards, like, in the first pack they got. And I'm like, oh, man. So, well, because, like, the, on our tournament page... I have, there's a uh, Magic Gathering, actually it says Commander, it should only say EDH, but uh, there's a box there. That box is like $30 to buy a 100-card Commander deck, pre-constructed, and yeah, I mean, that it can get expensive. You can buy individual cards. Cards range anywhere from a penny up to thousands of dollars, depending on how old they are and how popular they are. Yeah, see, I mean, th- now this gets into more of something uh, Clayton and I would be you know, knowledgeable of because both of us you know, grew up collecting baseball cards and mm-hmm. always checking the Beckett magazine to see how much the cards are worth and stuff like that. So I'm sure it is, sure there's some similarities there, but I don't know. That's cool. Well, that's well, it is. I like the idea that you can draw expensive cards you know, in a pack. I think that's neat. Kind of. Yeah. Uh, booster packs are like $399, $398. Uh, and I don't even know how many cards you get. I think it's like 12 or 15. 15? I'm being told 15. Um, <laughs> and uh, and that, so you, you get those, and then um, it's actually cheaper if you buy an entire uh, box of boosters for like, I think Steve sells them 145, 100, don't, don't quote me on this, but 140, $150, something like that. Um, for, oh, I am going to quote you on that. That's, uh, well, you know, he's going to listen to this later, but like, oh, he lied. <laughs> oh, well, it's somewhere around there. I'm not entirely <laughs> sure. And it's cheaper doing that way. And then you could buy pre-constructs with, uh, the pre-constructs come with uh, one booster pack. Uh, so you get the pre-constructed deck plus the booster pack with the random cards. But recently, the M13, which we did the premier tournament of, or the pre-release, I mean, uh, yesterday, you got two boosters in the unopened boosters in the pre-constructed decks. So, same price, more cards. So, I thought that was pretty cool. Cool. Oh, and a uh, uh, side note. Actually, this is kind of a lead-in for the other topic. I'm going to be sending you a Magic-related uh, MP3 question to you guys for your podcast, if that's okay. MP3 question. I'm gonna, well. I've heard that on other podcasts where, like, you know, you're you can send in a question, uh, and you just send it in MP3 format. Um, um, that way, if you want, you can you can put it on the show. But that's a, that's a good. No, idea. I've never heard humor. of that before. I'm not. Gonna I, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I see. I'm looking nifty. to be humored here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could do that. That's forcing like my way on you. I'm putting you on the spot, basically, and saying you need to put me on your show. No. Oh. <laughs> um, we're ac- we actually were. I was talking to Garrett. He knows uh, there's a game out there. I don't know if you guys heard of it called Shadowrun. Mm-mm. No. Um, basically, it takes place like, I don't know, a couple thousand years in the future. And uh, magic came back to Earth. So now there's like elves and stuff like that. But it also evolved with technology. So you actually have like a matrix. Like, think of like, not like the robots take over the world kind of matrix. But you know how like when they're in the matrix, 
and uh, you have like the white. They had like the white where the the guns came blazing by and everything in the original Matrix movie. Yeah, remember that? Okay, it's kind of like that. And then they do. There's Matrix battles and stuff in there, along with you know high tech battles outside, and uh, you go do stuff for corporations. Well, the game Garrett knows the guy who runs the one and only podcast for that game. Oh, neat. so we're we're gonna see uh, if. We can get one of the through him get one of the developers or something on because they're going to be they're doing a new two uh, D game that's going to be coming out. So we're going to like oh maybe if we know somebody that knows somebody. Wait, Garrett's like I do know somebody that knows somebody. Yeah, so perfect. well, hold cross, that thought a second. Your fingers. Okay. Hold that thought a second because this is a perfect uh, segue into talking about the podcast. So uh, let's take a super short break and come right back. Yeah, we'll be right back. Yay! Everybody <laughs> rejoices. Woo. So uh, here we are. We're talking to Nick about. We just talked about the gaming society, and now I was going to. We started to talk a little bit about the podcast you're doing. So, what's the name of the podcast again for everybody? It's called the Nerdy Directive. Nerdy Directive. Okay. Yeah. And if you go to uh, ivygamingsociety.net, you can find it there. Are you uh, working to get yourselves on? iTunes and Stitcher and all that good stuff. Uh, yeah, I I'd tried highly to recommend it. <laughs> I tr- well, because we we have the files hosted on our own site, which is great. Because uh, I actually because we were paying like I don't know four dollars a month, but I'm like I have this other site that I'm using, so that actually well I'm not using, but I have it and it's free through uh, GoDaddy because I bought a domain from them. Okay. And I'm like, so instead of doing that, so I switched over and I made it as like a, a subdirectory of that site where you can still get there through uh, ivgamingsociety.net. And I uh, we host it there. And then uh, I've been trying to, I don't know, I can't figure out how to get a feed properly working. I've been, I spent like three hours the other day trying to get a feed going. Oh. And, and I'm like, you know, and I went and I was looking at like the different free hosting sites. I'm like, you know, I don't want to be limited and I don't want to pay because I got a free site. So right. I'm trying to find like a happy medium. And since our site is a WordPress site, I'm like, well, maybe there's some kind of add on because there's a billion of them out there and none of them work properly. <laughs> <laughs> for podcasting, yeah, so. yeah. I, see, I thought. Have you looked at GoDaddy at all? Because uh, we're we're getting technical, so sorry to our listeners. But have you looked at, looked at GoDaddy at all? I thought they had like features like that for podcasters. Or probably got to pay for it. But yeah, you got to pay for it. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to be free here. When I want to be cheap. We're, we're it's yeah, it's we're down with man. Yeah, exactly. We're down <laughs> with that. <laughs> so no, it's uh, um, once that's done. Uh, Hopefully, I'm hoping in the next. I guess yeah, I'm moving and stuff. But hopefully, in the next week, I can get it all uh, all chiseled out and uh, everything will work. I hope so. Yeah, because I could tell you the the show. Your first show was awesome. I was I listened the day it came out and I was like uh, I was blown away. I mean, I'm not just like jerking your chain. I was like seriously. I was like actually, it made me feel bad because you know, like Clayton and I struggled early on. To, to get right. this thing to no, no get talent some, here no we, yeah the, the, <laughs> just to get the flow and all that and the it just it just took some time but you guys had it going right off right out of the bat 
Oh well, I definitely appreciate that. You know, or uh, I think we, I think you and like two other people listened to the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> as far as I can tell. Uh, at least that was about it. Because we, uh, I mean, I've been advertising it and stuff, but I only heard feedback from three people. So you know, but oh, I'm, I'm you know, I'm hoping I, I, it actually kicks off and. I tell you what, if there's one thing I can express to you, it's uh, patience. That's the only way, because I, oh shit, uh, Clayton and I have been, this is, we've been doing this two years now, and it's like, we're getting like right around 60 hits, and it took a while, took a while to get just to there, so, but I'm very proud of those 60 hits, so thank you to all you listening. Well, they're consistent. You rock. All (laughs) of our listeners rock. That's 60 downloads, that's not necessarily 60 listens either, so. Well, um. (laughs) Nick, I, I tell you what. Definitely, you, you've been posting, uh, sending me uh, some feedback from the shows too. That's awesome. It's yeah, we love cool that. To get feedback. Well, Thank you know, you. I, I try, and and it's funny because everything you guys talked about, I'm like, I know about this, I know about this. I'm like, wait a minute, this happened this way. I'm like, like, like how in Dreamwave when, when uh, you guys were talking about the Dreamwave show, and I didn't, I didn't even like because we were there apparently at the free show in La Salle. Right. Right. Which was which was great, uh, except for I was bored and I left. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could see why that first half was kind of rough. A lot of dancing and uh-huh. silliness. Don't get me wrong, I love Dreamwave. They put on an excellent show. But the next night, I found out that uh, Acid broke his uh, his collarbone. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, no. And they're like, and because uh, I have a friend there that uh, used to be a pro wrestler, and she was all like, no, yeah. He really broke his collarbone. I guess it was uh, pretty nasty. So, yeah. Hopefully, he gets uh, gets better. But it's it's great that you know, you guys actually do talk about like everything in the area. And uh, I just I, I gave your the, the feedback because I actually can relate to everything you guys are talking about, wow. which is so awesome. Did, did, you really did don't you, get that. So, how did you did you hear about the podcast before? Just somehow or. Uh, I don't know which one of you contacted John. me via the IVGS page. Oh, okay. That right would on. be me. All right. <laughs> that would be John. John's the go-getter. <laughs> and then uh, it was funny because you contacted me, and then I'm like, hey, uh, or the, our page. And I'm like, Garrett, you're the spokesman. Why don't you, you reply? <laughs> yeah. And then I've been replying ever since. But uh, <laughs> no, it, it's, 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 uh, it's good stuff. So on your podcast, it's pretty much focuses on well, you guys were covering all sorts of stuff. You're talking about gaming, you know, video games, board games, card games, and then you you veered off into I think you might even talk about some movies. You were all over the place. It was it was a nice uh, breakdown, different topics. I think... we, I'm sorry. Uh, oh no, go ahead. Yeah, uh, we we just wanted to talk about everything, anything nerdy. So if it like you know anything from from zombies to card games to video games to movies to, you know, whatever. And, uh, you know, we really enjoyed it. We had some technical difficulties, as you heard, because people won't get a USB mic. But Oh, yeah, uh, that's important. <laughs> we learned that lesson right away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, you know what? I've been telling people for years to get a USB mic because, like, when I play, uh, like, video games online, uh, we, uh, we have voice over IP, like uh, Ventrilo, uh, it's kind of like Skype, and using the 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 jacks, the actual jacks. It's just they don't, they never work right. Right. I, uh, people are like I have no problems with it. I'm like, yeah, you say that now, and then later on, here here, you know, you can't really get the volume up or it crackles. Yeah, the crackles are the worst. That's what I noticed really early on. 
So that's why we that's why we started on episode two publicly. Episode one is stored away. It sounds yeah. so bad. It's on your <laughs> on your hard drives. I have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I do too. Actually, it was terrible. Yeah, it was bad. And not only were we bad. Well, I think it was because we tried to tackle like a pretty broad, not a broad top, but like a we tried to get all uh, statistical, and we were trying to talk about stuff, and just kept rambling. We and tried rambling. to sound smart, and it just yeah. didn't work out. So yeah, we uh, you, you mentioned the. Uh... The YouTube channel. One of the things we were talking about before we recorded the uh, our first podcast was uh, recording ourselves doing the podcast and putting it together. So yeah. You can watch us on YouTube, which would be kind of entertaining. Sure, it would. I just have no idea how to do it. So we're yeah, streaming video. That. I I've looked a little bit into it, and I'm just worried that I don't have the the horsepower to do it here with my computer. I'm not sure. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, I mean, you could always do, I mean, like I got a uh, digital HD uh, video camera and, and actually that's got pretty good sound quality. Uh, I don't know if I'd rely on the microphone alone, but um, if you just use that, like not use a USB headset, again, we're we're boring our, our listeners again, but oops, sorry. But um, yeah, use like a USB mic with just a regular camera might be the way to go. But I, Yeah, I did some... Um, uh, video blogs back in the day using a old eight megapixel Nikon camera, and the lighting—I could just never get the lighting right. It was horrible. I, you know, I tried being really bright. Now that was too much. Angle over here. Now I, I can never do it. So, props to people that can actually do that. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, a lot of the podcasts. Can... It seems like a lot of the big podcasts I listen to. They seem like they've got a video. You know, stream. if you want, yeah, streaming video, or they they, they offer use, video. You uh, stream. Is that is that what they use? Well, that's I know like Joe Rogan and um, some of those those podcasts those guys that's what they use so huh, cool. I don't know. Well, well speaking of video, that's a perfect transition yeah. for, for the other topic we wanted to talk to uh, talk to Nick about. So you went just this past Friday the what was that the sixth yeah the sixth uh, to a big movie premiere in Princeton right? Yeah yeah Princeton at the Apollo Theater it was a movie it was called Apollo or no not Apollo. Theater is called the Apollo. The uh, movie is called Power, and uh, it's about a police officer that's tired of corruption and ends up getting superpowers. And uh, I can't really explain too much of the movie because it is a 31-minute movie. So, uh, but it was all locally filmed. The entire local cast. I think the entire cast was between Princeton and Mendota, is where they lived. Neat. Uh, most of the entire cast uh, is from, I think there's a theater in Mendota that they got them from. But uh, yeah, there was, it, uh, it was great because they actually had the, uh, the marquee up uh, on there. I think I put a picture up on uh, Facebook. You might have saw it, might not have. Uh, big world premiere picture, and they actually had posters up, and it was great. It was free. Um, See, I, I'm curious. What did you think? Because when, when I heard that the plot was that this dude with superpowers, I'm thinking, okay, that means there's going to have to be some sort of special effects. This, um, so, and I'm, it's a low budget type film. How, what did you think of that aspect of it? You, or, you know what? I was expecting some cheesy special effects, but I'm going to tell you, they were really well done. They did some, um, they did some scenes in there and I'm like, how in the world did they do that? Particularly because they filmed it, the entire movie, on a digital SLR, SLR camera. Okay. Not an actual movie-like camera, like a digital 
camera camera and I'm like, yeah. I was like wow and then the director said at the end he's like you know I I guess that the um and I and I found this hard to believe but I'm gonna take his word for it because he made the movie I didn't but I guess some uh, the big time movies out there like the Avengers and stuff actually film scenes on those smaller cameras like that you know. And I'm like, I don't know. I worked at the photo center in Walmart, and I mean, they make they take wonderful photos, but video, I just I always veer from from a digital camera, you know. Yeah. But the wow. quality was the quality was good. The, I guess he spent like, you know, hours, probably hundreds of hours, because they they said that they they actually filmed it all within, I don't know, maybe 18 hours or so, but it was over a period of four months. But the actual video editing and uh, putting the special effects in took the longest. Oh, I believe it. I, I do uh, stuff for work, like video edits and putting these instructional videos together. And that's that's always the lo- – it seems like every minute is like an, like five hours of work. It's crazy. I mean, that's a little exaggerated. But, I mean, still, it's just – it's, it's time-consuming because there's always more you can do to make it better. And that's why it's just – uh, did the guy give you an estimated cost, or was it just cheap? Um, it I mean, was cheap. Uh, well, if, obviously if he, cheap. Because but... he had the equipment already, so because I guess he does, uh, or he works for a camera for or photographer somewhere, or maybe he has one. I, I'm not entirely sure. Okay. Um, but uh, so he had the equipment already, but I guess they only spent a call like maybe three, four hundred dollars on stuff. They just bought it as they went. They said that a lot of the scenes had to be changed when they went because they went to go do filming, and uh, I guess like how they went to first check out the the scene, like as they were obviously you know, filmed on the side of the street. Mm-hmm. You know, things change because people will park things in the wrong spots or whatever. Oh sure. So, so they had to you know improvise a lot of stuff, and I guess cops were called on them a few times. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh. But no, yeah, we're. Uh, I was actually really, really impressed with it all, and uh, the fact that they had Blu-ray and DVDs out that night, and ten dollars a piece, it was good stuff. Good stuff, definitely. I, I uh, my friend Dustin was in it. Like I said, uh, he was uh, when he he was the comic book clerk when they uh, in the scene in one of the scenes, and that was filmed in Metropolis Comics, uh, and I, the guy. The, the Adam is the director, producer, everything. He, uh, I don't know what his last name is. I see it in front of me, but I can't pronounce it. It looks like a or something like that. Yeah, yeah I, I don't want to murder it. <laughs> uh, he's going to see about getting the DVDs and Blu-ray sold at Metropolis. So and I'm pretty sure Steve would do that, hopefully, because, I mean, that'd just be awesome. Because I, I haven't got my copy yet, and I'd like to get a copy. Right. Yeah, no, I know. Th- I'd definitely like to see it. Definitely. Awesome. Hey, uh, what was okay. the name of it again? power sweet i'm gonna be yeah if you hear yeah well i know you'll you'll post it if, if it's gonna be there because i think uh definitely want to get a copy or maybe he'll get it online too for download mm-hmm. oh uh, that'd be neat D- blu-rays dvds and uh, digital download is it gonna uh, be on netflix i i don't know <laughs> uh they mentioned about putting stuff on youtube they said there might be a sequel they're already playing another film they don't know what's going on entirely there's like five scripts in the works for a whole bunch of different stuff um they actually have a youtube channel username is okay the, this is not abbott and costello thing but the username is username's old school <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. Now that whole thing? Yeah. Is username? Okay. Usernames old school. Usernames old school. That is weird. And they have uh, some of, they've been doing like some samurai stuff and Star Wars fan vid and, you know, different, different things on there. I know, uh, I know Dustin, my friend Dustin was in the Star Wars one. I think he was the Sith Lord. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure last time I checked, I'm pretty sure he was a Sith Lord. Some of those Star Wars fan made films that are on like YouTube are amazing. I, I swear, like, like the lightsaber fights and stuff, they, some, it's amazing what you can do. It's like an all independent, just guys, you know, putting it together on their own, they can make some pretty high quality stuff. Yeah, there's actually uh, there's one coming out. It's called Threads of Destiny. Um, they're putting together, which I'm surprised it hasn't got shut down by George Lucas. So that must mean <laughs> he approved it. Oh uh, wow, that's hard to believe. Yeah, yeah, considering he said no more, you know, movies until I die. So <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, no, yeah, it looks to be pretty good. Um, so you know, hopefully that turns out well. I'm like I have that follow him on Facebook, and I'm like, come on, just publish it so I can watch Star Wars. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm awesome. a big Star Wars nerd. So, but yeah, um, me too. Star uh, Wars, Star Trek. I'm a, I'm a big nerd. Yeah. I told my wife that after we got married, I'm like, you know, I'm a big Star Trek, Star Wars nerd. I, I told her though after we got the rings and everything, so she was stuck. <laughs> It's yeah. not a bad idea. I kind of <laughs> remember that. <laughs> so you've got a Twitter handle and uh, the actually you've got a Twitter handle. The face the gaming society's got a Twitter handle. Uh, what's the? Can you share that for us? We. Uh yeah sure. My personal Twitter handle is Revload1983. Okay. Um, and the Ivy Gaming Society one, I do believe, is just uh, at Ivy Gaming Society. Yeah, yeah. You think there's going to be a one for the podcast coming up? And get, get a... I, I, we could. I just figured we'd just use the one from Ivy Gaming Society. That I makes mean, sense. I, I never really, I never really thought about it actually. So I did notice. Oh, one that was one thing I want to ask you on the podcast. He had mentioned that it was produced by. You know, you had the it was the nerdy directive, but then it was produced by a different group. Ah, Simply Wicked Radio. Uh, that is owned by Brody, the person who recorded it for us. Okay, cool. And also co-host, one of the four co-hosts. <laughs> right, right. Okay, yeah, I remember that. I remember hearing that. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna have to check that out. So, just because I see if he's got a, I'm sure he's got maybe a site or something. Yeah, I'm, I think he does. I know that they. I don't know if they still do. I don't know what's going on with them because I haven't actually go to ch- gone to check out their stuff. He's going to kill me for saying that, but <laughs> they used to collect local band music and play it on an online radio station. Oh, cool! So I don't know if he's still doing that or not. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, lots of good stuff going on. All right. Well, um, I don't know. You got anything else interesting around the area you want to talk about um, before we kick you off? Yeah, before, uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> um, if you guys want to be a, do some charity, there's a charity thing at uh, Two Fools. Bring a toy in for some kids, and you get in free, and there's going to be vendors and stuff there, and women in lingerie, if you're into that kind of thing. Sweet. <laughs> Where's that? When's that? Oh, wow. I was just looking at it. Uh, That is July 28th. Okay, cool. Saturday. 
uh, at 6 p.m. at Two Fools in LaSalle, which actually happens to be my favorite bar in the area. So, huh? Yeah, they do a lot of cool stuff there. I was just looking at um, looking at some things. They do do a lot of uh, charity-type events there. That's mm-hmm. pretty awesome. And it's the uh, official Dreamwave bar, too, so that's cool. Yeah, well, it never used to be, though. It used to be, uh, what, 9th Street? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, I uh, I went there, what was it, then the night they had Tommy Dreamer, uh, which was an excellent show. I went there afterwards. That was very entertaining. People trying to climb the fence. That was cool. <laughs> <laughs> you remember, Clay, we talked about Tommy Dreamer. You posted that picture of him in the pink tights. Oh, yeah, he was a hunk and a half. <laughs> oh, Tommy Dreamer, thanks for reminding me. He actually has a new thing coming up. It's called what is it? Uh, oh God, I feel horrible because I can't remember off the top of my head. Oh, I, I saw have, something from J Rep posted about that. No, no, from J C uh, Castelli or Castelli or whatever. His was name it was House of Hardcore? Um, oh, I need to go to the Dreamwave thing because I can't remember what it was called. But yeah. it was definitely definitely epic. Oh, House of Hardcore, uh, House of Hardcore, and you guys are Twitter people, so at House of Hardcore. And then House of Hardcore dot net looks like they're going to be one of their old venues, uh, the ECW venue. So I think he's trying to revamp that or something. So oh, I'm going cool. to keep an eye on that because that's you know I was always being an ECW fan anyway. Cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. Same here. Yeah. Back. In, it's been a while since I've watched mainstream wrestling. It's pretty much just been Dreamwave for me lately. But uh, y- you know what? I think the local stuff is better than the stuff on TV. Yeah. Well, you know, whenever I watch this stuff on TV, it's, I mean, I don't know anymore if it's still like this, but there for a while, it just got to be kind of trashy. Just, just the content was just. Are, all... are you talking like when it's mid nineties and the, in the fed or. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I'm thinking it. like the thou, you know, when it just seemed like very sexy stuff all the time. Very not kid friendly, I would say. Uh yeah, well, I, honestly, that kind of started in the mid '90s. You had uh, what's his name with the hoe train? I can't. Remember. Oh yeah, I can't. What's <laughs> his name? Oh, yeah. What about ravishing Rick Rude in the '80s, John? Oh, sure. Is that yeah. too sexy for you? Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> yes, I know, I know. That's true. <laughs> you were, yeah, he was a hunk. He used to bring the women up on stage and <laughs> yeah. remember, like, like oh, yeah. kiss them until they passed out. <laughs> remember? Oh yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome. Oh, he had, man. Million dollar abs. Well, <laughs> uh, sorry. <laughs> you like checking out those abs with the wrestlers, huh? Well, I mean, ravishing recruit. I mean, come on. I, I mean, guess you just can't help but stare. Right. I mean, for sure. Oh, you posted one other thing to us. Uh, oh, hairspray. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I don't know the full details of that, honestly. Streeter, Angle Lane Theater. Yes. Um, July 15th, I, 2 o'clock. I only found out about that because uh, my friend Dina Brown is in it. Uh, I don't know if she's doing the choreography or not, but when I was in high school, I was in theater, and she did our choreography at our school in Putnam County. And then uh, I guess she started doing that stuff over there at that theater, which is you know awesome. I don't know what she's been up to recently, but yeah, I know that... Uh, Looks like July 15th through July 21st. Hairspray the musical. Uh, listen, listen, I'm not even freaking... <laughs> I'm so horrible because I, I don't even have... Uh, 
Oh, that's cool. I threw you. I threw yeah. you under the bus there. So that's yeah. You ruined oh. me here. I got. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. Prepared. I've got thrown off track here because Clayton just posted, or somebody just posted oh, a picture of ravishing Rick yeah. Rude on our dock. That's for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. You know, I. I uh, okay. I I to... I, personally, I'm a fan of the hair. You know, <laughs> I like bad. his mustache. I think. Yes. I assume that's what you're talking about. We apologize, uh, listeners, but uh, we've got this running doc that we reference all the time, and suddenly a picture of Ravishing Rick Rue just popped up right. on it. And if there was women <laughs> on this podcast, they'd be swooning right now. You wouldn't, they wouldn't even be able to talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. The mustache might turn them off a little bit. No, no. That's. I think that was the clincher. Always. His abs aren't even that good. I guess I remember them being better. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Entirely too gay. Sorry, guys. <laughs> All right. Not that that's on. a bad thing. We got to clarify here. Yes, not exact. <laughs> we always have to clarify that. Thing. It's like a Seinfeld episode. Yeah. I'm not that that's a bad. Not that we have a problem with that. <laughs> oh man, you guys right. are too great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, moving on. Where I are think, we? At? No, I think that's going to be that's. We're, I think we're going to kick Nick off now. Yeah, sounds good. All right. Well, you know, thanks for having me, and be sure to send that uh, MP3 question so we can throw that in. We're recording next, uh, next, uh, actually, this coming Saturday. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm going to butt yeah. my way in. Sorry. <laughs> it's all good. All right. You gentlemen have a wonderful day. You too. Thanks for coming on, man. Thanks for having me. Later. And with that, we should take a little break. Cool. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. We hope you enjoyed that segment. That was pretty awesome. I enjoyed that. How about yeah. you? I thought that was a great interview. We had a great guest and informative about all the local nerd activity in the area. And um, I, and you know what? I, I heard a good quote from uh, the Terpster, who's uh, one of the guys from uh, from the Frog Pants Network, like Hypothetical Help. Yeah, and he good, said good only... Podcast. What's that? Good podcast. Oh, yeah, definitely. And he said... Uh, he was quoted as saying, um, you know, only nerds can call other nerds um, nerds. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. I can right. say that right. But you know what I mean. So, yeah, well, I get you. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So that was awesome. Hopefully we can have him on again. Uh, I think he, he's I, – I feel bad because, you know, it's hard to visualize a lot of the stuff with the card game, like the magic, and, and, and visualize what he's talking about. So I do think the video thing is a, is a good idea. I'm hoping we can pull that together someday. It's yeah, that's a lot of work though. Yeah, I think even if you have a big podcast, it's hard to do video. So there's uh, just a way more in, in the way of like possible glitches and whatnot. So well, there's I'm sure a bajillion websites out there that explain and show pictures and all that stuff on how to play. So definitely check it out if you're interested in in Magic: The Gathering or any of those card-based games and. Uh, Check out the IV Gaming Society and the Nerdy Directive. So now we've got, what do we got to talk about? Pickleball? Nothing. Yeah, pickleball. Yeah, remember that? We used to play that in PE. That's right. Remember that? It was like um, generic ping pong. I'd much rather just play ping pong, but I did like pickleball. I did too. I think but I it, liked pickleball better than badminton. Yeah. I, it, 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 really? 
I yeah yeah, yeah I think you know what I think I agree with you. Yeah, it's just me. <clears throat> but it's actually kind of there was a debate in the Illinois in Peru about this because they put a pickleball court in the 28th Street Park. They resurfaced the tennis court for pickleball, and uh, people thought it was just the the mayor, you know, uh, you know, doing favors for his friends and. You know, it was a waste of money, and no one's going to use it, and it's only for the rich people, and um, there's all kinds of stuff on the blogs about it. So there was even a story in the Times about it. So. Wow. So, but do you know? I know I haven't been over there to see. Is I'm curious to see what kind of engagement there is with people if people are really doing it or not. <clears throat> it doesn't sound like it's getting a lot of traffic. No, I know they were trying to. Uh, Stephanie, you know, twittered the our podcast, you know, saying we should do a video because there's like this video contest where you can mm-hmm. put together your own video about it. Um, I think there might be one video out there so far. So it's, uh, I don't know, it's, I'd like to do it. I'd love to play. I just, you know, just getting over there to do it. It's not that easy, but it, I don't, I think, I think they need to do more. You know, I, I think it's cool that they're trying to do something new, but they they should at least come up with like a website or something that's really organized so people know when they can go there and play and you know right that's the thing it's like i i wouldn't just show up do i have to go buy a bag of equipment just to go play yeah is there is there like a a a number i can call and someone's gonna meet me there and bring me this stuff i mean i I don't get it is it just like on your honor is it already there not just gonna show up at the court and expect to like get down and play yeah i thought i saw somewhere that you can call and get paddles if you need them do you have to like um, leave your driver's license at the counter? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Something like that. Why used to do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, I guess it's a good idea, but I think they got to do a little bit more work to bring in the social, maybe right. element of the web, and try to mix that in and right. get just more people involved. The, and the Pru Parks Department is pretty limited with their budget and their activities and whatnot. I know they do a lot of stuff for the kids in the summer, which is really good. But in terms of adult activity and stuff they really haven't ventured into that um yeah. so i don't i don't think pickleball was the area to start but <laughs> i don't know what was but uh. i mean i in the, here's the thing i don't want to be just like everybody else that's ripping on someone for trying to do something original not not necessarily original but just trying to get some new programs or new you know change things up a little bit and you know that's that part i can appreciate the right. the actual activity itself is kind of weak but whatever it is what it is and i don't know if it'll last that long anyhow we'll we, see. all i cared a good a good tennis court in my opinion was a great place to play hockey so oh yeah for sure <laughs> that's all that mattered to me yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd be all for trying to get that going uh you know actually like rollerblade yeah. hockey but um, i don't know if i'd ever if i did get a chance to use it much but man i, I appreciated it when they did that for us when we were kids hell yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it was awesome. Actually. Well, Sunset Park in Peru is right by where I live, and it's still got the boards there, so it's right. still ready to be I played if on. They're rotted out. Yeah, a little bit. Probably. I haven't been there in probably five years. Yeah. Hmm. Well, neat. So we 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 discussed the pickleball. We've had an interview. We've played a Rick Sohn song. I hope we said that right. I and uh, <laughs> what else do we have? Do you want to hit on our, our uh, normal? Uh, apps podcasts and tweets of the week or what What else do we have john yeah we could do that uh, we could talk about ravishing rick rude a little more if you'd like <laughs> that's quite okay <laughs> uh, all right well uh yeah no let's do let's jump into the tweets because that's becoming one of our awesome segments in my opinion the mainstays darn right we are big twitter people so 
let's yeah let's start with the tweets of the week or let me say that again the tweets of the week all right so awesome are you are you cool with the ones that i posted here on our doc this is this sound good to you mm-hmm. okay yeah. we'll add any that you might want i don't, sure. I don't know who's the winner we don't we don't really sure. have a winner but so far here's what we got from the this is uh not really a local one but it's still cool it's because it's relevant uh from the beer daily update it's a short short and sweet that illinois beer consumption drops the southern no i didn't understand what that meant uh, the Southern, I think, is the, um, the 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 newspaper where that was published. Oh, okay. So this is just you know, this is a linked Twitter. It's not just like a tweet. It's really yeah. a linked tweet. It's the Southern Illinoisan is the, the the publication where it was printed. Yeah, so we retweeted this one because it's uh, relevant because you know we like beer around here and thought people might want to know that uh, it's beer consumption's dropping. Right, and, this, and some people are like, well, it's because of the economy. But I actually have heard that people drink more when the economy goes bad. Yeah. That, yeah. That maybe it's because they are allowed to advertise hard liquor on television and all, See, the, malt, all the malt beverages that are coming out. So yeah, you bad. know, I thought I heard that the younger generations are not drinking beer like we did. Pussies. They're drinking other stuff. <laughs> well, Pussies, is that what you said? <laughs> come on, man. We, <laughs> we, we suffered through Budweiser when we were kids. You know, I mean, when we were, and we didn't immediately go to the sugary drinks, you know, no. and then now, now, I mean, now I'm a man and I drink beer like a man should. <laughs> Which, speaking of beer, I am in love with those new can bottle things that Coors and uh, I think Coors and Miller Lite are the only ones doing it. Well, they're but, the only, they're all one company. Oh, yeah, that's right. right. Wait, Miller. they are? Coors yeah. is part of Miller now? Yep, sure is, man. Shoot. Well, or whatever. There's only like in, InBev owns Anheuser-Busch, which owns a lot of beer, and then there's the Miller Coors conglomerate. And, okay. But so yeah, they they've got those new bottles. They're 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 aluminum cans, but they've got this huge. They're in the shape of a bottle, but they're they've got a sixteen ouncer with this. They've been around drink. a while. They have. Yeah. Oh, well, I just didn't notice them. So, but they're hot. I went to go buy some, and they were sold out at High V. So, oh, I think they're more expensive than a regular can. But a little bit, but you get a little more. Just a little bit. Yeah, they're a pint. But um, here, here's the the stats. Remember when we did our alcohol episode? We sh- we should revisit that topic. I think we could probably make that work. But surrounding states, Wisconsin drank um, the average resident drank 36.2 gallons of beer on a per capita basis in 2011. Compared to only 28.9 gallons of beer in Illinois. Um, Iowans drank 33.7 gallons per beer. And Missouri residents consumed 31.1 gallons, according to the Beer Institute. And I know they get all their stats right. Of course they do. Yeah. Good stuff. I did not know that. That's crazy. But, huh. So, uh, drinking state based on per, per capita consumption is New Hampshire. Wait, what was that? New Hampshire. They're number one. Yeah, followed by North Dakota. That that kind of goes against our. Um, but see, I think when we did our stats, most of it was like alcohol consumption. So and it was like Wisconsin and Minnesota and all the northern states. Do you remember? Yeah, and that was like binge drinking too, or like drinking four, three or four more in a sitting right. type stat. Mm-hmm. Or if you add in what you know, if everybody has a beer 
after work that might change things up. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, right. Whatever. <laughs> well, either way, I like I kind of like numbers and I like beer, so those things go together. <laughs> yeah, you're a you're a Billy Bean guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that, that. Malcolm Gladwell. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, so what else we got here? We've got I like this one. Again, it's not a big, you know, big statement type tweet. It was a linked tweet, but it was relevant to stuff we talked about from at NT underscore sports Chris, uh, News Tribune writer. Um, Chris, Chris Yuckus. Right. Uh, and it was, here's a link to at NT underscore LaSalle's handiwork, disc golf, with a YouTube link. Uh, and I, did, I don't know if you watched the video, but... It, pretty awesome it's all about disc golf uh in the course behind or at ivcc so um i think it just came out too yeah neat i did i did watch it it's pretty sweet it is so um that was a good one and it, i i hope that's west black he taught math right did i him? i did not have him but i recognize and i remember him he's a great teacher yeah. he also taught golf ah. um, regular golf uh ball golf as we talked ball about golf, right Oh, I will have to go check that course out. I'll, 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 I'll tell you what, John. We'll set up a time. Um, maybe we'll bring a camera and we'll, we'll throw it up on our YouTube page. Okay. Um, and we'll record our first goes. But I, I have access. I can get some um, discs for us okay. to play with. So Neat. And just go around there and screw, screw off and play. It'll be fun. I don't remember from the video, but can anybody just show up there and go play? <clears throat> yeah, that's the beauty of, um, I, as far as I know, it's very rare if you ever have to pay to play on a disc golf course. Cool. Um, the only thing that I've ever heard of you having to pay for is if it were on a regular golf course, because that happens a lot, and actually um, paying to use a cart. Okay. But you know, I've never used a cart. Anytime I've ever played, I've never used a cart. Yeah. So. Sounds good to me. <clears throat> well, yeah. Well, I think that only leaves one here left on our list. So, is he the? This might be the tweet of the week. Scott Holland. Yep. The uh, Cubs beat the Astros today, and and at Len Casper sounds a bit surprised when he realized realizes it's a sweep. Totally understandable. <laughs> I think that's funny. That is. It's, funny. it's probably true because I I love Len Casper. I think he's a great broadcaster, and and um. Uh, he probably is. It's true because I think they're so they got so used to losing, which I think they've won. Well, like nine out of nine out of twelve or something like that. Yeah, since Rizzo on the yeah. team coming to the team, things have gotten a bit better. Yeah, so let's uh, go. Cool. Yeah, so thanks, Scott. That was a uh, we award you with the. Uh, the yeah, glory. I think so. Yeah, that was that was good. Um, at sth seven four nine is his handle. Right. And he, if you look at his Twitter page and stuff, you can see a lot of links. He's a, a, a good writer, and he's got a ton. He's got a, a blog and uh, and all kinds of stuff he works on. So right, yeah, we've talked a little bit about him in the past. And his so wife actually has a um a cloth diaper business that she's starting up now. Huh. Pretty neat. Very good. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, and before we go to a break, actually, here let's um. Yeah, yeah. We better take a quick break. Okay. Yeah, let's take a quick break. Really quick one. Here it comes.
Okay, sorry about that. So those were the tweet, retweets of the week. So, but before we go, uh, should we mention this this freight train that's appeared on Twitter here in the Illinois Valley, Clayton? Well, I guess we have to now. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I'm not not that disappointed. I just I I think I, at first I was excited because I thought it was going to be really interesting and funny, and then I started. So go ahead and you 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 can say what it is. Well, there's a. There is a new Twitter thing called at, where is it? At IV, oh no. At at IV underscore jokes. Uh, Thank you. At IV underscore jokes, which there's a long name for it, which I can't remember what it is. Oh man, talk about blowing it. So anyway, no, here, I got it. I got it. I got it. What what are you looking for? Oh, Illinois Valley jokes is the, you know, because they give your, got your handle. And they got your name. Oh, yeah. So, Illinois Valley Jokes and at Ivy underscore jokes. So, anyway, so I I found this using my app on my phone to do, like, the nearby tweets. I don't know why I don't ever use that function, but just for the heck of it, I used it. And I saw these these guys on there. And and I'm like, oh, wow, an Illinois Valley thing. So, that's cool. So, immediately started following them. And um, in a course of like a week, they have reached like a thousand followers. They're over eleven hundred now. It's nuts. It is. I'm jealous. Um, I'm now, so not but a, I, what's that? I said I'm. I'm think, I think I'm jealous. Uh, I was a little. I was very was shocked. It just because they're plugged in to like the uh, the teen scene. Yeah, like that's yeah. Like that's what I. Because people are no one our age really uses Twitter, and if they're even signed up for it, they don't use it. Right. So yeah, we even though we're we're plugged into Twitter, we're not plugged into the younger generations of Twitter, and they're you know who really embrace Twitter. So this is maybe us accidentally um, stumbling into their world right, a little I think bit. You're right. Um, and <laughs> yeah, I was a bit shocked because this is some. Um, it's it's uh, it's I, I warn anybody. It's, I mean, it, it, it's comical in that, like, it's just people that are just ripping on everybody freely, and and it's not. I don't think it's malicious. I think it's their attempt at being comical, but it's it's like or like really coarse and like you know, hate, like seems really um, just generally just the tone of it is kind of dark, um, dark and hateful. It should, I mean, it should be Illinois Valley. It says like jokes, but they're not jokes. It's just like calling everybody scumbags, and like it says like. Uh, their whole thing, and I'm going to read it. It says that, like the other uh, comment section underneath their name is a couple of scumbags making jokes about the scummy Illinois Valley and the unathletic faggots who live there. Follow us. Yes, um, that pretty much it, sums it, it up. It's just crude, and and to me, it's like I, I get it. I get what they were going for, and like maybe I don't think they intended to get. Well, I'm sure they intended to get a, a, a shitload of followers, but I, I don't. Th- think they were open they really thought anybody would be critical of them so i mean kudos to them because i could picture if we were like 17 we'd probably do something this stupid too but i don't know it's just that it, it totally lacks any creativity and that's what i think why it disappointed me a little bit and for i'm, I'm kind of uh, kind of a i feel bad a little bit just for even being critical of it you know what i mean uh, i think it's pretty we, easy to be critical of it i know like right. i see lots i mean crap it, it is uh it is amazing to see 
how much support these guys are getting from people, you know, like, oh, keep up the jokes, you guys, you know, people are taking your jokes way too hard, you know, don't worry right. about them. And Oh, yeah, and I don't think people and, should take them seriously. I, I mean, just, certainly, but they're uh, morons. it's that's... definitely a different type of comedy than what we're used to. Right. I, I like to, you know, at least it to be like semi-intelligent. Yeah. You know, I don't so, I like um Sorry, IV jokes, people, but we are kind of, uh, you know, saying you guys uh, suck. Suck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're not funny either. Have fun poking like, fun at us. Hey, yeah, hey, we, we welcome it. All day we long. welcome it. Yeah, might... go ahead. Tweet about us. Yeah, please. <laughs> but, I mean, and, and you know what? It, I just wish that there could be stuff that was more well-crafted or I don't need I didn't even put that well, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm just kind of curious how long this is going to last before they right. really piss somebody off bad. Right. Who finds who they are and goes after them. Well, I think we could probably figure it out in a matter of like probably an hour. It would <laughs> probably be able to figure it out. I'm serious. It wouldn't take much to sort of just make a few calls. It's not yeah, like we don't true. Anybody about that age. We're on to you, boys. Yeah. <laughs> you can just do a little Facebook sleuthing and figure it out. Yeah. So, I mean, and I don't think they could probably care. They'd probably like be like, bring it on, dude. So. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, part of me, like, I like, got uh, a lot of respect for it just because it was like, hey, they thought of an idea. They followed through with it. I don't like the Jeffrey Dahmer picture. Oh, that's stupid. Uh, that's who they're, <laughs> they're, they're – that's ridiculous. It has nothing to do with the Illinois Valley. So I know. And, like, dude from Wisconsin – like what? Why him? <laughs> well, they obviously didn't think that through, <laughs> right? Oh, but uh, yeah. So okay, <laughs> I just all the way around. Like I was just like, I okay, cool. Like at first, I was like, this is really neat, and then I started reading some of them, and I was like, they're just insulting people. But after a, a while, it just seemed like a lot of the same thing, right? With very... a different person, fill in the blank. Here's their name. Right. You know, they're a douchebag, that sort yeah. of stuff. Right. You suck at sports. Like, I, I noticed the, the, the real focus on athletics, too, which was kind oh, of... Oh, yeah. It's like you're not going to make fun of, like, uh, you know, uh, Ottawa. Well, there, there was some... The, the Ottawa stuff, they did poke fun at them for... I don't even remember now. I did... It, it's funny, because I read a lot of them, but... I did, too. Oh, yeah. Um, they made fun of the Prue Mall. And it's like, yeah, that's that's a cheap joke. Um, <laughs> he, he, I... He could have made fun of like the river for smelling. Did they say anything about that? I didn't. I don't um, think so. Which it really did stink down at the fire. It's awful, didn't it? And that and all the teenagers. That was bad. Um, But it, 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 I don't know. It cracked. Some of it, like at first, was like, whoa, all right. It was kind of a shock value or a wow factor. Yeah. And then it sort of, um, it just, I just was like, wait a minute. I could, I mean, I could do this. I mean, I, it's just not creative, and I guess that's where they fall short. Maybe they'll get better. I don't know. But I'm not going to be following them, so I don't really know. No, yeah, I'll kind of check in and see what they're doing. But hey. Well, we should announce who they are on our next podcast because we'll figure it out. So if anybody wants to know. <laughs> yeah, do. there you go. Right. Uh oh, look we'll out. We'll put it out there for everybody. <laughs> Well, maybe oh, we still tweet about us ripping on us, and then we can get some listeners. But I have hey, a few, like even if the teenage kids listen to us, they probably wouldn't like it anyway. So. Yeah, I don't think they'll like it. But hey, <laughs> we welcome anybody and everybody. So yeah, uh, if you, yeah. If, so 
if you have any info about you know how this came about but then you know did you see all the other ones that like um like just like that like mendota sucks with a z and yeah like, i saw uh, ottawa Ottawa's the gayest town ever or whatever it was and it's just like all right guys <laughs> i can see being the first one in but right uh, come on man so ah well moving on yeah sorry little rant that's okay no that's good so um yeah that's gonna let's finish off with our podcasts and apps and call it a show yeah sounds good john so you wrote in a few things you had a couple podcasts you're gonna have to take it away because i don't have anything this time for podcasts for podcasts um uh, i there was a a one that i i downloaded a while ago and then finally got to listening to um ari shafir's skeptic tank Really funny. They, he had one with a comedian who used to work in the mortgage brokerage business, like the getting people to refinance or uh, loan originations and all that for countrywide and town and country financial. It was called the Loan Zone, and then um, the uh, something the the Loan Zone re- revisited or something like that. What was the second one called? Refinancing the Loan Zone Parts One and Two. The Part Two was financing the loan zone hmm. um, pretty interesting because he talks about how to, to what extent they went to get people approved for loans and how shady it was really oh, interesting about okay. the whole housing market collapse and everything like that so it by in, in our issue for your show like what it is is skeptic tank he's going to pick a topic and then find someone that knows a lot about it and then you know just go into it he had one called prostitute fruity where he had a high-end prostitute on and she talked about the business how she gets her clients how the other girls work how they you know how, what it costs and everything that one was pretty interesting babies having babies talking to like you know young people a younger guy that had a baby and then the uh, parenthood winked that was a different another one about being parents and uh, that was a, a guy who got in, you know, had a child with a woman he wasn't married to, and then she she cheated on him, and how that awful that was. And then I think one of the funniest one was fat with Ralphie May. Do you know who Ralphie May is? John? Yeah, yeah. Um, last comedian. Yeah, he's really hilarious, and that one was a really good episode. Did you know that he got up to eight hundred pounds? Holy cow! And he's still alive. Wow. Uh, but yes, yeah, and it's a whole story about like what it's like to be that big. And he's just blunt with his questions. He's like, "So, Ralphie, like, how the hell did you get so fat?" <laughs> <laughs> like, just that blunt with him. He's like, "So, when you're that fat, do you need to buy two seats on the airplane?" And like oh, stuff, boy. stuff like that. Just like, "So, when you're that fat, do you eat like a whole pie every night?" Like, just brutal questions. But not not rude but ralphie like knows him and he just was like no yes you know whatever this is what happened but pretty interesting because he he's not shy and now it's pretty interesting uh the other podcast that and i enjoyed i've been listening to this one a little more is uh allison rosen is your new best friend and she's allison rosen is um adam carolla's um the news girl basically on adam carolla's podcast <clears throat> so if you go to adam com, you can you can tweet or um, find the link to her website and she just is it's a it would probably be a good one for you know a lot of women out there might get a kick out of her because it's you know she has a personal uh tone to it where she talks about herself and whatnot but she does pretty good interviews with various people and um jim norton who's a comedian was on there uh let's see who else was on it uh different you know variety of comedians and stuff mainly but like fred armison from snl 
I don't know, uh, Garfunkel and Oates. I don't know if anybody knows who they are. Doug Benson, Mark Maron, you know, just various like comedians and other types of people. But she's just got started this year, so she doesn't have a ton of episodes out, but it's pretty good. I enjoyed That's it. Good to me. Mm-hmm. I'm always looking for new ones, but I uh, seems like lately I haven't been, you know, expanding outside my you know my usuals. Right, and that's kind of what uh, me too. I, I have a hard time picking up a new one. Yeah, cool beans. Yep. Well, I got nothing for podcasts. I got some apps I can talk about quick, but uh, really just one. I had talked in previous shows about how I switched off my Twitter app. And I've tried out some new ones. Well, I've gone back to my old one because they fixed their bugs. And I'm very happy that I'm back because Uber Social is my Android Twitter app. They have it on uh, iPhones, too. Uh, My big thing with them is you can watch or if you have multiple accounts, uh, you can view it all on a single timeline, which you can't do anywhere else. I've looked actually elsewhere and you can't do that. That is a unique feature. It's really convenient, and it makes for scanning your stuff a lot faster. So I'm a big fan of that. So I got that. And the other big one, which I put here in the doc, it's like the new Instagram, uh, Flipboard. It used to be only an Apple thing, and now it's on Android as well. Uh, Flipboard is like, it's it's a different way to use... Facebook and Twitter and news websites and any website, blogs, you name it. Uh, pretty much it puts all those things, Facebook, you know, da-da-da-da, uh, into like this magazine format. And it makes for kind of a really clean uh, and magazine-like way of reading. So what you're used to with a, with a magazine, it kind of just, it's just the way it lays it out. It, it's really clever. And it's kind of fun to read, and it's now become the way that I prefer to use Facebook because I don't there forever, and still I'm just I'm not a big Facebook user, but lately I've used it a little bit more uh, just because of that app. So um, that's kinda, neat. Yeah, it's because just you know Facebook has gotten so they're just they keep adding crap all the time, and this kind of simplifies it and streamlines it. So um, yeah, Flipboard. It's, I think it's on pretty much all platforms now, and that's all I got for that. Yeah, that's all I, I. I don't really have anything else. How about you, John? I don't. I think we've oh. we've we've uh, we've maxed out our our like music and then interviews and no work. Yes, thanks to the Rick Stones <laughs> Band uh, for letting us use your music. Uh, check out his site or any of those you know any of the music things if you want to buy or listen to his music uh, he's out there on the web he's all over the place actually out there on the web uh, and the Craigs too they're out there too so and thanks to Nick from the Illinois Valley Gaming Society for coming on the show yeah <clears throat> I guess that's about it we are um, Ivy Podcast on Twitter Ivy Pod on Facebook mail at ivypod.com and uh, yeah that's about all I got yeah uh, that's all I got too I, I was we had that I, I just have happened to click on to uh, YouTube, <laughs> YouTube, and and uh, we had you talked about the Illinois Valley, um, the disc golf thing on on YouTube. So I, I went to it and kind of looked at it, and then I just like typed in Illinois Valley, and it has a thing on how to clean the common carp. <laughs> it is, it is disgusting. Nice. Uh, 
Maybe I'll tweet it. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think I'm done. I got nothing else. If, if, okay. Uh, Me too. Uh, I didn't think people even ate those, but I, I, I've heard they do. Um, okay. Yeah, cool. Let's <laughs> let's wrap this B up. You ready? I think we're done. Yep. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Check you later. Okay, we are back, everybody. Um, what's up? <laughs> no, I'm gonna start. Let's no. <laughs>